Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Florida laws affirm unborn children have legal rights. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. While we have a case pending at the Florida Supreme Court, I encourage you to continue to pray for this case because a decision should be handed down sometime before April the 1st. That's according to the law because it is a voter initiative to amend the state's constitution. In this case, it is a very radical pro-abortion constitutional initiative that would allow abortion for any reason at any time through all nine months of pregnancy and frankly except for parental notification every other law in florida regarding abortion would be wiped out you know man i like the the motto that our friend dr bill lyle has and he says a person is a person no matter how small and you see these florida laws affirm that. Yeah, so during the oral argument on February the 7th, the Chief Justice of the Florida Supreme Court, appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis, Justice Carlos Munoz, he asked a question about Article 1, Section 2 of the Florida Constitution, because in that particular amendment, uh, that amendment says that a natural person has the right to life. A natural person is a human. Right? Yeah, and so a the human. question is, does a natural person include an unborn child? Of course. And then Article 1, Section 9, he didn't answer that. He didn't request that one, but it actually is very similar to it. And it says, a person, doesn't use the word natural before, but a person is entitled to due process of law. So the question is, does the Constitution of Florida, when it uses the word person, protect an unborn child? That's the real question. And if it does, because the Supreme Court has not ruled on that yet, then the ballot summary, and this is what was concerning to the Chief Justice, should tell voters that this ballot summary will actually impact existing legal rights of an unborn child. Yeah, so you start with criminal laws. For example, a Florida statute, 775.21, says whoever commits a criminal offense and thereby causes the death of or bodily injury to an unborn child commits a separate offense. Yeah, and the rest of that particular provision goes on to talk about what that offense is. So what that particular criminal section says is if you commit a criminal offense against this unborn child and the mother, say the mother is pregnant, now you have killed her, uh, or you have done something criminal against her, and which kills the a, child, which kills the child, or or causes some damage to the child. You can be criminally prosecuted for the action that you took against the mother, who clearly is a person, but you can also be separately prosecuted as a separate count regarding the action against the child, who is clearly a person. Who's clearly a person. So even if the mother, for example, is not injured, but the child is. Then there's a singular cause of action right. because of the child. Why? Right. Because the unborn child, and I'm using the words of the statute, unborn child is a person. Right. The vehicular homicide law. So if you kill an unborn child, 
by using a motor vehicle. It says the vehicular homicide law is the, quote, killing of a human being or the killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother caused by the operation of a motor vehicle by another in a reckless manner. And again, another one, the unlawful killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother of such child, which would be murder if it resulted in the death of such mother, shall be deemed murder in the same degree as that which would have been committed against the mother. Or the unborn, the unlawful killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother of such child, which would be manslaughter if it resulted in the death of such mother, shall be deemed manslaughter. A person who unlawfully kills an unborn child by any injury to the mother, which would be manslaughter if it resulted in the mother's death, commits manslaughter, a felony of the second degree. That's pretty clear. I mean, and another one here, the death of the mother resulting from the same act or criminal episode that caused the death of the unborn child does not bar prosecution under this section. And uh, a Florida case says the clear and unambiguous language of the feticide statute provides that the killing of an unborn quick child may uh, may constitute murder. And that even in Florida trust and estate law, Matt, that this also is included. For example, unless otherwise represented, an unborn individual may be represented by and bound by another person having a substantially identical interest with respect to the particular question or dispute. Yeah, and so it's very clear. <laughs> and this one uses, instead of unborn child, an unborn individual. A person, yeah. A person. <laughs> so in other words, um, this unborn child is in the womb. And somebody dies that has a will, and the will distributes property to the heirs, for example. Yeah, remember the Casey Peterson case happened years ago in California yeah. where the man killed his wife and his unborn children? Yeah, he got double homicide. Right. That was in California. Bingo. So that's un- And so this area of criminal law is very common. The same thing for the trust and estate law, and that's been common. And in fact, when I was in law school going back in the— uh, 1980s, 80s, uh, late 80s, uh, early, uh, early 80s. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah, back in the 80s. Graduated in 87 from law school. Yeah. When I was in law school then, our property law class back then talked about this uh, child uh, being entitled to the rights of the will. Right. So you appoint a guardian to represent that person, just like anybody else would have uh, legal rights to come and contest the will or be present at the distribution of the will and say this is their interest and so forth. The unborn child has a right as well. And the Florida guardianship law also specifically protects unborn children. Yeah. So it's very clear that in all these areas of law, the thing that is interesting that unborn children are protected, it was Roe versus Wade that for many, many years stood on an island by itself, and Mm. the shores of that island constantly grew smaller and smaller because all of the development of law continued to erode away the Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade was the only outlier of all the law, criminal law, tort law, which is your civil liability law, your trust and estate law, your guardianship law, all these other areas of law, they all recognized the unborn child as a legal person with protections under those respective areas of the statutes. 
Roe versus Wade was the outlier that went the other way, and it essentially gave no rights to the unborn child. However, as the chief justice said, remember the question that he mm-hmm. asked? He pointed out, remember, in Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade said that if the unborn was a person, uh, then the outcome of Roe would be different. But Roe back then said, oh, we don't need to address that issue. Well, that is the central issue. Right. Right. And the unborn is a person. And they didn't want to address it back in 1973 because addressing whether the unborn was a person would have given rights to the unborn that you have a life and a life. And you can't just take the life of an innocent person. And that would have defeated their purpose to push the abortion agenda. Which means the only time that you could take a life, if it was in self-defense, in which that life threatened your life. And so, you know, outside of the womb, if someone is going to kill you, you typically have the right to defend yourself. Right. So that would only mean that when it really, really, really is the life of the mother at stake then you have those balancing of rights. But I'm talking about the physical life of the mother where the mother is going to die because of the continuation of that pregnancy. And one of those examples might be an ectopic or tubal pregnancy. Right, but the object for any doctor is to always deliver a healthy child and save the mother. Exactly, exactly. And not killing the child, so solve it. So the yeah. laws clearly recognize the rights of an unborn child or an unborn person, clearly in Florida, and Florida is not uh, an outlier. It's similar in all the other states. And so what we did was we filed with the court a sampling uh, of these laws to address this question because why is it important? And this is what the Chief Justice was asking. If the person in the Constitution includes an unborn child, which it should because all the other state law does, and it uses the same thing, then the unborn child has a right to life. And what this particular amendment would do is impact the child's right to life. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, you got an existing right protected, then the voter needs to be aware. The voter is not. It's deceptive, and therefore this should not go on the ballot. Continue to pray for this case. For more information, go to lc.org forward slash FL amendment. All one word, lc.org forward slash FL amendment. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.